Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the latest episode of the HR Tech Chat video podcast. And today I have with me uh, two two very interesting uh, guests, uh, Lena Tonk, who is Chief Marketing Officer of iSolved, uh, which is uh, a new role for you since last time you were on the podcast, Lena. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also we have uh, Andy Osborne, who is former CEO of AAP, which is an organization that I solved, acquired earlier this year. Welcome, Andy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and our discussion today is going to be around that acquisition. Uh, what AAP, which is now part of iSolved, what it does, what the uh, rationale was behind the acquisition, um, and uh, and a bunch of other really interesting things around acquisitions like culture fit and these sorts of things. Um, and uh, so really looking forward to that. Um, so maybe we can start with you, Andy. Um, would you please describe what AAP now, which is now part of iSolved, what, what the business model is? Yeah, Brent, thanks for the introduction. Uh, our business model was built over a 28-year period. Uh, I joined the organization just over 20 years ago, and we were very similar to a lot of other service bureaus, certified partner type organizations around the country, where many of the decision makers that we worked with, many of our clients were within probably a 30, 40 mile radius of our home office. Um, I came from a very different background. Uh, I looked at things in a very different way, and I decided to take AAP in the direction of specific targeted markets. And we focused in the quick service restaurant vertical. We started that focus just over 20 years ago. Um, and that built to probably around 65% of our total client base was in the quick service restaurant market. Mm. Oh, interesting. That's really great. Um, when did AAP start using the iSolve platform? Does it, um, uh, when did that, how did that sort of come, come to pass? Because I understand that that, that occurred quite a quite a bit before uh, the acquisition by iSoft. Yes, it did. We we started reviewing uh, the software options that were out there probably in 2014. By about that point, the platform that we were on currently was not meeting client demand. It was not evolving and developing at the speed that the market required. Um, and you you can only push development of a software platform from the position we were in as a service bureau so much. So we had to start looking. It became more complicated for us to close opportunities. Uh, sales pipelines were, were starting to back up uh, because we had difficulty meeting the need with the product offering that was available at the time. So we started looking around late 2014, got really serious to the end of 15. And then in 16, we made the selection to move to the iSold platform. Now, I'm just curious, um, what was it exactly about iSold that... Um that sort of uh, was attractive to you? In the analysis that we did, ISOL checked all the boxes for all of the things that we needed and all of the deficiencies that our current uh, platform at that time, our prior platform did not have. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, it checked all the boxes so much. We, I, I made my team when we did the analysis of the other uh, competitors, I made them go back through their presentations uh, an additional time to make sure that we were giving them the, you know, the best assessment of their capability compared to what ISOLV was. And after two reviews of 
everybody else I saw still came out as the clear front front runner. Oh, that's that's a glowing endorsement. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, how did the acquisition come about? What were, what were the benefits that it brought to AAP, and um, and what's your know, your role now that AAP is 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 part of ISOL? That's a great question. The the acquisition we never moved to the ISOLV platform to to consider selling our business to ISOLV. We moved to the ISOLV platform initially because it, it the, the the solution met all of the needs that we needed for our client base, and to to this day it still did it still does. We we never came across a situation where there was a client need that the software could not fulfill. We had such tremendous success with the iSolve platform as a company that when we joined them, I remember them saying they wanted to build a product that customers would seek out to use. Mm. A very, very bold statement. And I can confidently say after almost seven years on that platform, customers did seek out the iSolve platform. They sought out companies that were using that platform like AAP and they came to us because of the technology solution that we were using. They also told us at the time that they wanted to provide a pathway for people like me and others around the country who, you know, need a succession plan. You know, building a business is one thing, growing and sustaining and developing it is another, but finding an exit strategy that meets the needs of your clients is, is critical for me. I um, mean, our mantra was your people matter to us. That's what made us different. We lived and breathed that every day. So you can't say your people matter to us if you don't actually deliver on that. So where you, where you send those customers to when you decide to exit this uh, business, this industry is almost as important as, as how you started. And, and ISOL provided a pathway for AAP to exit very seamlessly and, and have a, an excellent customer experience, you know, many months after the acquisition is complete with, with high levels of customer satisfaction and hardly, there's, there's no background noise that I'm aware of. I'm not getting any calls. Wow, that's great. That's great. Yeah, sounds like a, a very sort of smooth transition, which is what you were looking for. And that's one one of the many benefits that iSolved brought to the table is um, beyond the fact that it's a, you know, a comprehensive solution for the customers. Um, Lena, what's it been like working with Andrew since AAP became part of the iSolved family officially or acquired? Uh, I understand that his role now is very evangelistic for iSolved. Yeah, so... I think Andrew touched on, on a couple of them, and I can't call him Andrew, I call him Andy, so that, that just sounds weird to me sometimes. I think, you know, there, there's just so many things that he said that I can touch on. Obviously, number one, what a testimonial for us to, to always have that um, behind the scenes and in front of us on the experience that he had as a business owner on, on being able to have this acquisition, but everything that we did along the way for it. But um, we go way back, and that's the reason, uh, you know, Andy and I, from the moment they joined the ISOL, uh, you know, the ISOL platform, I remember the early days with his team, and I actually remember him telling me that story when they were through the, um, 
through the journey process of looking into who. And I remember thinking, oh my God, they will be such a good fit for us. Like they will be such a good fit to have under the network. Yeah. Uh, but all along, when you look at a business owner, you know, this is what they have built. And, and all along the way, he, Andy was so proud of what he had done for his customers, for his team, that when he made the decision of moving into an acquisition, we knew that he had checked every single box in that acquisition model too, knowing are my customers are going to be okay? Is my team is going is my team going to be okay? What has been very seamless to us has been the fact that he built such a strong culture. They built such a strong culture for their customers that as we transfer customers through, you could see it. You can live and breathe it. Um, we have our roadshows that we go on all year round and we invited some of our AAP customers to it once the timing was right. And um, I haven't spoken to customers like, like this in, um, you know, in an acquisition period. They, how proud they felt of AAP, but how excited they were to be now part of the ISO family because the AAP team rally around that. So, you know, it was almost like we used to call it a match made in heaven when we heard about the AAP acquisition because we do leave and breathe our culture from the inside out, but I believe they did too. So that when they came in, it was all in for the customers. Like, how do we take care of them? How do we leave that culture? And how do we take care of, her, of his employees? Mm -hmm. So it's been one of the greatest ones. I always say the more you do acquisitions, the better you get at it. Uh, but this one was a very, very special, I think, for all of us. Yeah, 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 I think so too. And you know, just hearing you describe the culture at AAP and, it, and, and knowing what I know about the culture that I solved, it's a... Uh, uh, sounds like a really, really uh, good alignment there um, might be an, an understatement. <laughs> um, how does, Lena, the acquisition of AAP fit into ISOF's long-term strategies, acquisitional strategy? Because I know there's something there, and I want to give you an opportunity to kind of share with our viewers uh, how that fits into the, the bigger picture. Yeah, so when you look at the network, it, it is such a beautiful model to be able to be bringing in an acquisition on customers that have been already on ISO People Cloud, but that business owners like Andy actually come in and, and have done a big part of the, the lift of the work with customers, you know, training them, bringing them into the platform, building a strong culture. So when you look at the model of acquisitions into our ISOP network, it makes more than sense. It's, it's very seamless to us. Um, you know, we grow our customer base uh, through that acquisition, but also it is such a tremendous opportunity for us to be able to, and I've heard Andy said this uh, to me before, is for us to have that opportunity for these customers that have been so well taken care of, but now, they're part of something that is able to provide them even more. Mm -hmm. So what additional things as a customer, they've taken such good care of me. I've grown along with AAP, for example. I heard this from a customer at the roadshow in Charleston. So he said to me, I've, I've, gr I've grown my business with AAP. They've taken such good care of me. And now I'm learning 
of additional things that I actually could be doing um, as I continue to think of growth, growth ahead. So it's a beautiful model because it's easier for us to just bring in these customers that have been already in People Cloud. But how beautiful is it that we are able to bring in even more opportunity for them as they continue to grow, expand, or, you know, of how they want to do things or automate their processes as they move along. So it, it's in beautiful. The, the whole acquisition model, it could not be more seamless to us. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, and you know, uh, I agree. I think you said it's this might have been the word you used as an elegant model, but that's the word I'm going to use anyway. Um, it's it's an it's it, what I'm noticing is it it, it is a uh, quite an efficient, um, but uh, I think a better word for it is it is an intuitive way for iSolved to grow as well, um, uh, bringing on customers and and mass users, excuse me, users and mass who are already on the uh, on the uh, solution um, through these great cultural fit um, acquisitions. To me, that makes a lot of sense. Um, this question is for Andy and Lena, I guess both of you. Um, what, what's the dynamic when a company like AAP works becomes a part of iSolved. Is there something maybe a little bit more to that dynamic that we haven't uh, uh, touched on yet? Uh, is it like how does maybe, maybe there isn't? Um, I'm thinking sort of operationally. Uh, maybe I'm answering my own question. Maybe we've answered it already. But uh, how do things change for? I guess the the user base that was formerly AAP versus now iSolved how does that change for them or or is there really no no real discernible change I'll let Andy answer from his perspective first I mean there's going to be change and the change is a positive change I mean in terms of familiarity with the platform how they log in how their employees log in how they interact with the technology, they, unless they're really, really paying attention and look really closely in the corner of the screen, they won't notice any difference at all. The, re the real difference is the fact that we were like a scout ship, you know, for, for ISOL. We were out there roaming the galaxy, doing our thing. Um, I'm a Trekkie, I apologize. Uh, doing our thing and, do, and doing it well, but you know, we, we, came, we came home and we docked with the mothership. And the mothership has much more um, available to us and to, uh, and to what my clients were, you know, the, the resources, the technology, the support, the infrastructure. You know, ultimately, independent companies like ours, no matter how hard you try, you, if, if you've got a good sales model, we had a great sales model. We outgrew our operational ability to support it. Mm. Labor markets are tight. We, yeah. we, we work hard for three years to, to find the right labor in a tight labor market. And ultimately, when you have significant opportunity that's lining up to join you know, the team and, and you can't support it, then it's foolish. And, that, and so, so for me, it, it's, it's an improved, enhanced experience for the customer base. Is it for, for the former AAP employees? Is it something new for them to learn? Yes, it is, because they're very familiar with iSolved as a technology, but they have to become familiar with iSolved as a company. Mm. Um, but, but that's that's understandable. But for the for the clients, they, they only get to see an enhancement, in my view. And I've had 
significant amount of feedback from my clients. I've known them for a long time telling us that we, we, we put them in a good home, that they are aware of things that they weren't aware of before, even though we could take that person and say, hey, we told you, you know, about this product or service. We, you know, you, it's size does matter when it, when it comes to your ability to, to deliver a very, very com- comprehensive solution across a large client base mm. when you only have 47, 48 employees, which is what AAP had. And, yeah. and, and hence that was the reason for the marriage, the reason for the merger. Uh, and I have no regrets over it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for uh, sort of adding that color to this in context. Um, I remember I should have mentioned earlier on in the podcast here that we ho- we all had a conversation offline back at uh, Connection. Um, I solved Connections back in, uh, was it early September? It seems yeah. it feels like forever ago and also last week. It's it's crazy. But in any event, um, I know we had this conversation and I think, Andy, you you, you shared something that um, that struck me and maybe you could just reshare it here for us just about how uh what's what's the word i think that that your user base the user base at aap was very very um uh they were eager to to do the transition there was not there was there was sort of a sign-off uh process that you described i think um and uh, it was very very smooth maybe you could just go into that a little bit more yeah it's like Everything we did at AAP was almost like a healthy competition. You know, we, we wanted to deliver for the customer. I spoke back in September about how we see through the paycheck, how we look past mm-hmm. the electronic file. Um, we, are, we try to take into consideration every day what we did impacted the person behind the, what was printed on the check or what was in an electronic file, understanding the impact to them if we didn't get our job right if we missed a child support or a direct deposit. You know, the, those things are key. And, and that was the culture that we built. So when we announced that this merger was going to occur, obviously there was the initial shock, surprise, but then there was one of excitement and anticipation. And without, when we, when we migrated to the ISOL platform, we did, we had some very creative people who created the Times Square ball and, and we, we, we created it in such a way that as we migrated clients, the ball would fall down the pole just like it does in New Year's. And yeah. when we migrated the last client, you know, it, it would set off in some pyrotechnic way, which was, <laughs> you know, cool. we won't tell the fire marshal about that, but it was very, very successful. And we achieved our goal. We migrated to the platform almost two years ahead of schedule. So when we wow. were, yeah. So when we were transitioning to ISOL, we, we, we set about it in exactly the same way. You know, the decision was made. Everybody was on board with that decision, you know, and if they weren't, they did a very good job of hiding it. But we set about and they, and they, they created uh, a, another piece of artwork, which was slightly less dangerous, um, you know, and, and it was a really cool poster board with pictures of everybody uh, from from the company across the 28 years. Oh, wow. And they covered that picture with a post-it note, a teeny post-it note for every single client that we had. And they peeled wow. them off one by one as we migrated to uncover what was behind what we'd achieved as a company. 
Uh, and when we took off the last post, you know, we had a great many laughs looking at all the things that we'd achieved. But at the same time, we'd also achieved something else. We'd migrated our whole client base in record mm -hmm. time, not because we were desperate to do it. It's because that's the way we approach business. We're in the service industry. We provide a service. People don't mm -hmm. tell you when you're doing it well. They tell you when you're not doing it well. So we liked our clients being quiet because it meant we were doing it well. So our migration to ISOL was handled in the exact same fashion. We turned it into a healthy competition because mm -hmm. people wanted to know what was under those post-it notes. And the only way to see was to migrate those, migrate those clients successfully. You know what I love about that is it's um it's also pays really close attention makes every single client um important. So it's a competition and yet everyone is important. And it occurred to me while you were describing that you know, in terms of preserving and and advocating for uh, a strong culture, you know, there's there's sort of the sort of the umbrella stuff that you do, but a lot of it is is one to one. It's just paying attention to each and every single, you know, whether it's customer or employee or whatever. Um, that's what I love about that story. Um, it just kind of really, uh, it really um, illustrates it for me. Lena, um, just thinking about this in terms of, you know, in the future, as I saw, brings on more players like, like AAP, what, what kind of, um, what kind of processes and, or uh, sort of best practices do you have in place or philosophy you have in place just to kind of uh, help to ensure that that can be replicated? Yeah, so I think I mentioned this earlier is the more we do it, the better we get at it. I think early on we learned that we needed to embrace customers a lot sooner than we did. The when you mentioned the word users, um, you know, I was kind of like uh, stand up when it comes to M&A is very common for everyone to to speak of them as users. And we learn this very early on, like we we have to be thinking of them as our own customers. So I might not be talking to AAP customers every day before the acquisition, but the things that I innovate or I provide or I develop or that I will provide to a partner like AAP to provide to their customers, I have to think of them as if they were our own customer. So I think that's so, so important um, as we do more of them, like think of our, all our customers are as our own customers as we build things ahead for them. But more importantly to embrace them is um, the culture here. We've talked about this on several podcasts together is how do we build, how do we build a strong culture that is not an outside culture, inside culture is the same from the inside out. And to be able to provide the feel, the disrupt them around us from very early on uh, to our new customers is absolutely critical. I know that from AAP specifically, um, I think I shared this when I was at Connect with the two of you, the day the acquisition was announced, I happened to be big coincidence, of course, um, zip lining with one of the AAP customers. And, uh, and he mentioned, you know, I had an ISOL shirt and he said, you work for ISOL and ISOL just acquired AAP. I'm like, oh my gosh, this happened today, this morning. And he said, yes, I got my email. And then we got on talking on 
he had no reservation on normally a customer will be like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And the, the more we talk, the more I realize like they've been with their arms around them for yeah. a really long time. How do we make them feel that way? So I think the secret sauce is the more you do it, the more you'll do better. But the, the early on that you wrap your arms around those customers and communicate with them, it's absolutely critical. But the secret sauce, um, and I think we found that with AAP, the secret sauce was the transition that AAP gave us as a company to access the customers. So the way Andy rally around us, rally around um, our team here at ourselves, they, of course, uh, with the same way they take on any competition, when we were going through the transaction and transferring customers over, they were exceeding every single deadline. So yeah. we were able to access customers a lot sooner than we would have for any other acquisition. So the secret sauce to me was that, uh, and AAP gave us that, is the closer the owner and the team at AAP work with us and we work with them to provide ease to them and each other, then the easier it gets for customers along the way and for the future of those customers. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, I mean, it's, it sounds like it just went really, really smoothly and, and um and uh, it sounds just like a wonderful process that you put together. Uh, Andy, do you have anything to add there? I mean, <clears throat> Lena, Lena put it extremely well. I mean, the way the way I looked at it as I gave my farewell speech to my staff and to a lot of the clients that I'd become actually friends with over the years was, you know, it was like, it's like raising a child. You get that child through grade school, you get them through college and then and then they go off into the world and the only difference is is this child's not technically coming back to visit but <laughs> but i'm going to know where that child is because that child's going to be out there in the isolve world and i'm going to be following very closely to see the continued success of isolve because they've been unbelievably successful in the time that i've been on the platform and my company was unbelievably successful as a result of being on the ISOL platform. So I see no reason why that success won't continue. So whilst the child may not come back to visit, I'm gonna be able to see what they're doing and how well they're doing in the future. And I'm excited about that. That's I love that. That is so a great nice. analogy. That's so good. <laughs> I, I like it too. Yeah, it's, it really, really kind of like brings to fore you know the um the importance of of of, of customers you know it, i think it isn't it is useful to think of them as 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 children in a way in terms of you know how you how you care for them or or how you um you value them yeah so i i love that i love that um any anything else that um that uh either of you would like to share that maybe we haven't uh maybe uh touched on yet uh this has been a wonderful conversation I mean, I can add that, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, <clears throat> I sold a, they, they have their eyes and ears open as well. So they don't, they don't just think that their way is the best way. They are prepared to listen. You know, they've taken some suggestion from AAP, from my team and from myself, and they, they've built a, a dedicated vertical in the quick service restaurant space, which I'm super excited about. So I will still get to, Checking on my child from time to time, 
by assisting when needed. Um, you know, the ISOL team with regards to how we built the quick service restaurant model at AAP and how we can scale that and replicate it and improve it uh, within the ISOL network. And that's super exciting for me. Mm. Yeah, Lena, anything, anything else? Um, I think for me to close it up is probably just Andy, wow, like what we've done with the transition and the acquisition is, is a great, a great true love story of acquisition is the way I call it. The, it, it probably had a lot to do with the connections you had with ISOP, how we build relationships, well, how many of us became friends along the way. But it is, it's something that we're very grateful for. I think we've learned so much through your acquisition. And a lot of times we think that we learn only from like the mistakes or the challenges. But in this case, we also learn from, you know, how strong relationships can bring you to the finish line so much faster. And this was a, a truly love story of acquisition for ISOF, some, something we're very, very thankful for. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, in, uh, interrupted you, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I, this is has become readily apparent on this conversation just how well this went, and uh, really, you know, a, um, uh, a, a sort of an unofficial case study even on how to how to do this kind of an acquisition. And uh, I wish I wish uh, the best to you to you both. Your the organizations now now emerged obviously, and. Um, and um, and I'd love to just learn a little bit more uh, as uh, it continues to evolve. Thank thank you both for joining us on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity.